Chapter Six of Fants and Fancies by Orpheus Everts. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Chapter Six. Change cars. I changed in a hurry. Got a good seat. No Italians. Goodly Hoosiers, men and women all intent on going somewhere here's a bridegroom looking silly at a blushing bride of twenty there's a grandsire over eighty stooped and silent looking lonesome sportive children not yet weary like so many monkeys playing big girls chewing gum or crunching peanuts popcorn or red apples country jakes lopsided lolling in their seats tobacco chewing city alex spruce and duddish looking clean and cool and brainless rustics in new suits just purchased of some israelish merchant costing noddings almost aha and still other human beings all alike with variations special characters among them soon attracted my attention one a lean-faced swarthy preacher big-nosed heavy-browed and bushy cheekbones high ears long and meaty jaws that samson might have envied when he slaughtered the philistines manners vulgar chewing toothpick talking loudly to some cistern women of his own persuasion baptist followers of campbell self-styled christians talking gospel in a tone that gives assurance of an ass no matter where heard talked he did of funerals weddings sunday schools and bible classes of the temperance cause neglected and of zion how it languished in these days of mammon worship said he had a call to go to indianapolis might accept it was still praying for instruction salary three thousand dollars was now getting but twelve hundred family was large increasing wife enjoyed poor health and he had not been quite well himself of late but trusted all to providence providence has much to care for said a meditative sister i don't wonder some poor mortals seeing facts as they do see them judging from appearance only ignorant of hidden purpose doubt god's goodness doubt his justice doubt his care for human beings and cry out with ingersoll ingersoll the preacher shouted ingersoll's a brazen liar a blatant blasphemous buffoon making fools laugh while he robs them ignorant but self-conceited all his eloquence consists of 
epithets and false assertions ridicule of god and moses christ and all the bible teaches he don't argue never reasons is not capable of thinking knows no more about the bible than a goat does of greek grammar tears down all that faith has builded all that strengthens all that comforts all that makes life here worth living laughing at the devastation by his wickedness effected like an imbecile old roman fiddling amidst conflagration started by his own devices he'll find out who was mistaken when he wakes in hell and cries out help me moses moses help me such profane and noisy fellows i don't know why god don't strike him dead or dumb and stop such slander he's been answered has he not sir said the meditative sister answered i should say he has been cried the preacher quite emphatic i have answered him myself and so have saxby bruce and carey answered but we have not silenced he must be a monster said a timid shrinking simple sister i should be afraid to meet him how can people go to hear him i once felt as you do said a woman bearing marks of sorrow marks of martyrdom and patience tempered by a touch of reason i do not approve his teaching but my brother who lives near him he has so often often told me that he never knew a better truer man in all relations husband father soldier neighbor than this same man ingersoll is sensitive to wrong of all kinds quick to hear and quick to answer the appeals of all who suffer so much the worse exclaimed the preacher good deeds done by the ungodly only serve to damn them deeper by appearance of virtue they deceive and mislead others the unthinking and unwary there's no merit in their morals only true baptized believers should be credited by good works they alone will find acceptance at the judgment seat of jesus he who thinks to enter heaven on his merits as a soldier husband father or good neighbor will be greatly disappointed it is crime far worse than error far worse i think thus to offset sins too black for hell to punish by some petty acts of kindness that cost nothing for the doing may give pleasure to the doer on the part of unbelievers better far a thief repentant and believing that an angel outcast stubborn and rebellious yes i know replied the woman 
yet i've sometimes thought that some men who make long and loud professions of their faith might be still better if they do at least their duties toward their families and neighbors if they'd be more kindly careful for the comfort of their children and the welfare of their women here in this world without danger to their happiness hereafter they might not be quite so zealous in their church work so ambitious to be recognized as leaders elders deacons by their neighbors yet be more sincerely pious but of course i do not know much being only a mere woman still i wish that all believers would behave themselves in this world end of chapter six